Hi all, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. I'm super excited to be here again and to have a chit chat with you guys because I really want to talk about the following. And you know, if you have been following me for a while, I am someone who tries to be like, not even try, I just like, I am transparent. I hope that people also find me transparent. I just want to be that real person that you see online that is, you know, building a business of her own, but also just sharing the challenging parts of it, the real raw parts of entrepreneurship and not just like the glamour side of it, if you get what I mean. And that has been my goal, like to really show um, both worlds, basically. And that's why today I was like, you know what, let's just like hop on the podcast here. Let me just grab my mic. Like, really, it's very impulsive. (laughs) I was like, you know, let me grab my mic and let me just have a conversation with you guys. And today I want to talk about the learnings that I got from hitting 8k in november like literally that has been my highest income month it's like even saying that is quite insane but um yeah that's just like what happened and i always like to look back to previous month like what did i do like how were the results what influenced certain results uh, what was the cause? What 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 could have gone better? Like really make a proper analysis of the previous month so that you know what to do in the current month to either hit the same goal again or you know um, hit a particular income goal or whatever your goal is. Right? It doesn't necessarily have to be linked to income, but basically, I always love to reflect. And November was a good month for the Little Dreamers Hub. To be honest with you, it's been the highest income month, 8K. And when I look at it, like I have things written down in front of me right now. Like I have my notes here, my pen here as well. And I just made a note and it's just like the dots connect. It's just like, it makes, and it sounds weird, but it kind of makes sense that last month was my highest income goal because I I have been doing things differently. I have been using different approaches to get myself in front of clients. I have been putting in the work to really uh, optimize my messaging and learning how to articulate my program promise. Uh, I've been reading more about how to create an offer that people would love to invest in, right? So I have written five learnings here that I want to share with you that I hope will be useful for you too. So AK months guys celebrate with me. Um, first thing that I want you to know is that last month I invested in myself. I invested in myself by, you know, getting a sales coach. I was like, okay, I've gone to a point where I just really want to like sharpen my sales approach. How do I go about it? And not necessarily like what to say on sales calls, but how to fill up your pipeline with 
potential buyers, how to get people warmed up for your products or services. And I felt like, you know, I need to learn more about that. And I've realized that marketing and sales is going to be the most valuable skills that you can learn as an entrepreneur, whether you're starting out, whether you're seasoned, it doesn't really matter, right? Sales and marketing, you can like, you can do whatever you can say, whatever, like, oh, I'm too good for it. Or I don't do sales or I don't da 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 da. I just want to attract. You can make all of these excuses, but trust me when I say that these two skills, if you really are good at it, you're, you're set for life basically. So I got to a point like last month I was like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to be that person that like, it was funny because I had kind of resistance. I was like, oh, not right now. You know, I don't want to invest right now in, in coaching. And, um, I was getting a little bit of resistance in a way. And I was like, um, but Trudy, you like, literally, are you your dream client? And I was like, I don't, at this moment with this mindset, no, because I always preach like, you know, when it gets to a point where you know you need help, don't be like, hey, I would like to figure it out myself and blah, 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 blah. You know, that's what I preach. And then it got to a point where I was doing the same last one. And I was like, wait a second, wait a second. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even allow myself to join my own coaching program if I had the same attitude or this mindset. So where is this resistance coming from? So I was like, oh man. So I wasn't really looking for, I knew that I wanted help. I was like, okay, who, where? So I was like gradually looking into it. And then all of a sudden I got DM'd by my current coach and we had this conversation. We hopped on a call didn't feel like a sales call. It was just like very genuine. And then all of a sudden I was like, Hey, we can work together. It's going to be six K. I was like, Oh Lord. And then again, the resistance came up and I was like, okay, but 3d, if like, does it feel good? Do you feel like you can trust your sales coach? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel like you can do this? Do you trust in your own capabilities? Are you guys vibing? And it was all like, yes, yes, yes. So I was like, but why still the resistance? And I had to think about it. And the next day I was like, let's go, let's just like, let's go for it. Um, let's do it. So I invested CISK last month in my sales coach to improve my sales skills. And to be honest with you, I'm happy that I did because it has been an eye opener. I've been looking at sales through a new lens, a new way of doing sales, a new way of looking at sales, a new, a new way of building genuine um, relationships with prospects. It has been good. And to be honest with you, let me tell you something. I use my sales coach, one of his approaches in a sales call, and I immediately close that deal. And that's how fast it can go when you're allowing yourself to move quicker. So that's why I always tell people like investing in yourself is always going to be scary, but when you do, you are allowing yourself to open like a new way of getting like receiving abundance, basically.
Um, so it was again an, another eye opening uh, opener, like see, because I have been investing in myself not at a six k level, but it doesn't matter what level, even if it's a hundred euro, two hundred euros you see the impact like i've always seen an impact whenever i'm investing in myself always and i'm not talking about when i'm getting my return on investment back in terms of money it's i look at i look at it from a lens of how do you call it um personal growth mindset growth emotional growth like move faster making quicker making quick decisions, stepping into your power, um, trusting yourself, making bold decisions, like these kind of things. And I, and I see the money as an extra. And of course you want to, you know, get like earn money from it. So you've actually gotten your return on investment, but I don't see that way. That's not my first gain. That's not my first approach because that sometimes takes time, you know, and there are so many things that can influence it. Um, so I don't really put my emphasis on that. It's just like, what am I seeing internally? When, what am I feeling internally? Like, how is it making me feel as an entrepreneur? Right? So that is one thing that is one of the biggest learning is investing in yourself is never a bad, bad idea. And I'm not saying that you should invest 6k or whatever. It's about the fact that you're investing in yourself to sharpen a particular skill that you know you need in order to grow, basically. Um, so that's one. And the second thing that I've learned is reaching out is super powerful. And I know that there are so many women out there that find reaching out silsy, icky, name all the words, masculine. I've seen so many things coming up when it comes to outreach. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, I'm shocked. And I speak to a lot of female entrepreneurs and this is like literally what I'm hearing. Like, a lot of women don't like to do outreach and outreach can be seen in different ways. Outreach can be done with a warm or hot lead and it can be done with cold leads and either way, right? People are doing both of them. And I'm not really saying cold because I don't do cold outreach, but I'm talking about outreach where, you know, the person is already like warm or hot. And I always use this analogy because I worked um, for so many years in retail. When you work in retail, when someone enters the shop, you have to greet. This was one of the KPIs that was tracked whenever I was working in retail and I was working for a premium, uh, premium uh, jewelry brand. So trust me that um, being a host was super important. Like it was part of our KPIs. So someone steps in, it was like, you bet that you, you greet the person like, hey, welcome to da, 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 da. How can I help you today? Right. And whatever it is that they will answer, you know, you take it from there. And that's how I see, for instance, when people follow you, when people 
put their first step into your world. Like even clicking on a follow button these days, people don't usually do it. They consume your content and they're out. They consume your content and they're out. So if people are like, hey, I want to be updated, they are already like kind of warm. They just want to be nurtured by your content. So I see it as a way like, hey, be a good host, right? They're entering your home. They're entering your world be a good host and just like make genuine contact, reach out, say, Hey, uh, thank you for following. I love to connect and then give a compliment back, go onto their page, maybe follow as well. If you really love it and then give them a genuine, authentic, authentic, authentic compliment. Oh my God. I cannot speak English today. Authentic compliment. And what I mean with authentic compliment is not just saying, Oh, Hey, I love your profile but go a little bit deeper, do a little bit more of an effort to understand what they're doing on their page. What kind of business are they running? What kind of podcast are they hosting? Like go a bit further, like do a little bit of, um, indulge a little bit in their world as well. And it works like it works. Like I did that in November. Like I didn't do outreach as much. But to be honest, um, I did outreach with this amazing human being. I was just like, I need to, I'm going to send her a DM. She was following me. And literally she stepped into my one-on-one coaching program a week after, a week after. And I'm sure she wasn't following me for that long, but it's just like, we build that connection. And I'm so like, oh my God, guys, like you are leaving money on the table if you're not including outreach in your sales strategy so that has been a the biggest learner learning for me is outreach is very powerful and it doesn't have to be salesy it only becomes salesy if you if you're going into pitch i don't necessarily send message messages to pitch straight away i just want to get to know you I just like want to appreciate you for coming into my world. That's how we start off. And then later on, we can see like, if it's, if it's even necessary to pitch, like, how do you know that they need your services? They're just like following you. Right? So I think it's very important to look at, look at it from a different angle. And once you can do it, trust me when I say that you're going to actually love doing outreach. So my third learning is making use of other people's audiences is a gold mine strategy. And this is for all of the entrepreneurs right now listening that have a small audience on social media. So whether on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, it doesn't really matter. You just have a small following and you feel like that's it. I just need to focus on growth first before I can make money. That's the biggest misconception out there. It's gonna be like that if you only focus on your small audience, but nevertheless, your small audience need that same energy attention as well. I treat my audience as if they're like, as if I have like 1 million followers. Honestly, I can say that I don't come up with half ass energy. I don't like. Like literally I put my, I'm very intentional with the content that I put out there. I'm very intentional with my IG lives. I'm very intentional with my stories. 
I'm very intentional with our posts on LinkedIn. So it's not, I don't link into, oh, I just have 600 and something followers. So I might as well just throw whatever out there and hoping that someone would bite. No, that's literally not my approach. But so you have your small audience that you're nurturing and there you are getting traction, but you want more. And if you want more, you need to make use of other people's audiences. And there are so many ways to go about it. You just have to find a way that builds that momentum quicker. And if I have to use my experience, I find Facebook groups to be the best gold mine out there. And a lot of people are not paying attention. A lot of people are like, Facebook is outdated. A lot of people are like X, Y, and Z, but where are you hosting your um, advertising right now? Most likely on Facebook. Facebook groups are like their gold mine and you're leaving money on the table if you're not mingling yourself in between your ideal clients where they're having a lot of conversations with one another. That has been an eye opener for what, for me as well, that things like groups where community is built amongst people with similarities is the best that you it's, it's the best place to be. Look on Instagram, they follow you that it's not like you're building your community, but it's a growing thing, right? But Facebook groups, it's like communities that are already there established. All you have to do is just be there. All you have to do is mingle. All you have to do is build rapport. All you have to do is network. The majority of my sales are from Facebook groups, literally. So that has been one of the biggest learning as well. And then another learning is ditch the script, be genuine and authentic. And what I mean by that is if you follow a sales script right now, please just like throw it in a bin because it takes your power away from you. It takes the authenticity away from you. It takes the, you like, your your vibe away from you see scripts scripts are good if you use it as a guideline like oh okay roughly i want to include these 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 things into my conversation i want to touch upon this 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 but don't have still scripts that you literally are rehearsing and be like oh, okay like okay and then the next thing when when he, when she's or when he or she says this i'm gonna I'm going to say this. Oh my God. No, you're, you're just like, you're giving your power away. Don't do that. Like use scripts as a guideline. People just buy from people they connect with. People just, people buy from you because you're genuine. People buy from you because you're real. You're, you're human. People buy from you because you're, you're authentic. People buy from you because you're of your personality or the vibe, your energy, be bold, be courageous enough to show it when you are having a sales call. A sales call is just a conversation between you and a prospect saying, Hey, I have this. You, it might like, you might have interest because it will help you do X, Y, and Z. It's just, that's the exchange. And I feel like sometimes the word sales calls or pitching, 
might give you a little bit of, you know, how do you say it? Might get you anxious, like, oh my God, I'm going to pitch right now. But if you see it as like a genuine conversation that you're having with someone that is dealing with something where, where you have the right solution, it just becomes like normal. It's just like, for instance, see it as a friend, your best friend that is like, hey, I'm coming over tonight and we're going to have a chat. And you know that the chat is going to be about um, some of her challenges that she's facing. And you know, like most likely you have the solution. See it as that. Grab a cup of coffee, tea, like make it just be very, very, very real, very raw, very natural. So ditch the script, ditch the script. And then lastly, what I've written down is the no today is a yes tomorrow. So I sold out my coaching program last month, right? I had like, I opened four spots and I managed to fill all of these spots. And one of my current coaches, we, she's like, actually we had a conversation like a few months ago, I think three to four, four months ago where I pitched my offer and it was a no, like, and then it doesn't matter what reason, but the answer was no, not right now. Right. And then three to four months later, I got a DM from her. I was like, Hey, can we hop on a call? Like this might sound is- interesting. I'm looking into coaching right now. Like, let's have a call. We hopped on a call, boom, we are working together. So when you're getting a no today, please don't be angry at the person. Don't be, don't hold a grudge. Don't be like, oh my God, you know, whatever she or he sucks. No, like literally understand that a no today might be a yes tomorrow. It all depends on how are you nurturing that person still. Is that person still following you? Is that person still receiving emails from you? You know, and all of that, all of your content is making sure that she's making a better buying decision. It's helping her making a buying decision. It's helping her build trust towards you. It's helping her reduce the risk risk that comes from investing in something that she might not like investing in something that she's, she isn't familiar with, which is your coaching program. It's the first time, right? It reduces the risk. So a note today, your responsibility in it is, unless you're not a match at all, if you're not a match, then you're not a match. But if you really knew that you could help her, make sure that you continue to nurture that person by the greatest, cheapest way to do it is through content. Through content, to sharing your, share your journey, you know, give great value upfront. Make sure that you're helping her with her buying decision. Because once she's continued, once that person is still consuming your content, it's forming her buying decision. She's actually in a buying funnel whether she's going to buy tomorrow or in three years, she's in that buying funnel. 
So that has been an eye opener for me as well. Like, hey, you know, getting a no, you, it, it should be neutral. And of course, I understand that sometimes it does influence your your mood or you're like, oh, you're bummed. I get that. There are days where I get no's where I'm like, oh, you know, it's normal, but I snap out of it really quickly. I snap out of it really quickly because I know that like there's like I wouldn't even be able to help all of these women with the challenges that I help entrepreneurs with right now, right? Like if if they will all come to me even in the next 10 years, I wouldn't be able to help them all. So that's how I see it. It's just an overflow. It's there are many of incredible entrepreneurs out there that need my services at this moment in time. So a no today from someone shouldn't really influence my, my output, my mood, my energy, right? You just go like, you just carry on. You just carry on and you make sure that you nurture that person while she or he is still following you or consuming your content. So those have been the five main learnings from by yeah yeah by hitting AK in November selling out of selling out all of the spots of my coaching program like I'm proud to be honest I'm proud I did that you know um, and I know that if I can do it you can do it too and that's why I share all of these things. I just want to make sure that you feel like it's not out of reach, it's there, but you just have to put in the effort, right? You just have to make decisions. If you know that things haven't been moving for the longest, make quick decisions, make bold decisions, prioritize your business for once, right? You cannot expect to have the world or see changes if you're prioritizing everything else, right? So that's it. And yeah, that's it. And I would say if you want to learn more about, if you want to learn more about how I did it and how I sign one-on-one coaching clients, If you want to learn more about how I sign high ticket clients for my coaching program, how I managed to get an AK month last month, how I managed to sell out my spots for the one-on-one coaching program, I am inviting you to enroll or to register for my free masterclass. I'm hosting a brand new one-off masterclass this month to close out the year where I'm sharing all of my strategies on how you can sign your first four-figure clients tomorrow. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to bring you stress. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. You just have to know what you're doing. And I am going to show you that in my brand new masterclass called Your First Four-Figure Client. I'm super excited. So go onto the show notes and click the link to sign up for the masterclass. Right now it's free, 
but it will go to 77 euros soon. So I would say sign up today. If the time and date doesn't work in your favor, you will definitely get a replay. So a replay will be sent to all of the people that do register for the masterclass. Trust me when I say that I'm not going to hold back. I don't like masterclasses that are full of fluff. So best believe that, that this is not a fluffy masterclass. This is going to be value packed. I'm super excited to, to be hosting this uh, masterclass. So I would say go onto the show notes to register or go onto Instagram and click my link in bio and you will immediately go onto the forum where you can leave your name and email address and boom, you're signed up. You don't want to miss this. Let's start 2024 with a proper, clear strategy of how to grow your coaching business. Let's not wait. Let's not procrastinate. Let's not prolong. Like people are waiting for you to make an impact. People are waiting for your services. So I am calling you out to step into your power by joining this masterclass. So I'll see you there. Bye.